Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You are here for episode number 87 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are joined with Mr. Ayrton Tracy. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello, Chuck. You are right, Bab? Hi. Um, you're also joined by our, our regular Mr. Matt Quine. It is Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. You are this podcast's Matt Quine. I am. You are also a few other podcasts, Matt Quine, as well, aren't you? Just, just, just well, I mean, I've guested on others, but I'm only a host on one more for now. <laughs> you're, a, you're an absolute man titan. You do many things. <laughs> Fingering many I, pies. I definitely finger many pies. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bastard. Oh, that's why we love you. I always remember American Pie. It just feels like a warm apple pie, doesn't it? <laughs> well, at least we're not talking about Rasputin's dick. Uh, Rooting, tooting, Rasputin. That's it. So, how are we, guys? All yeah, good. not too bad. Seems like we've, nah, we've, we've all taken our dirty bastard pills today. <laughs> um, it's a good thing. Good, good thing, even. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I don't yeah, know if the loony bin, the loony bin let me out for a couple of hours to do this today, so it's all right. Good on him. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to sort them some drinks for that. Yeah. Um, so what have we been up to this week? I have done shit loads, like literally fucking shit loads. So I think <laughs> I, I'm gonna go last with that one. Um, Matt, you've not done fuck all this week. I, I, I've I've done very little, so I suppose I should go first. Go um, I because I'm very busy at work and I do lots of other things. I've I, when my band's not gigging and I haven't got any other things on, I don't really get much time to play. Yeah, um, I really should set aside some time to learn some of the songs that we're supposed to learn for these challenges. <laughs> yeah, but as yet I haven't managed to do that. What I have done though is because we have guests on the other podcast. And they come in and predict at pay-per-views. We've got somebody coming in at WrestleMania who enjoys having a bit of beef on Twitter. So on the run-up to WrestleMania, obviously it's the biggest time in wrestling. And I'm cutting some promos, basically pretending like I'm a wrestler, cutting promos, putting the other guy down. Yeah. In the form of blues songs. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, Yo mama that, sucks, dick. Yeah, that, that kind of thing. But um, so with his permit, I, I, I made sure that he was... Because like, most of the stuff is just like calling each other a dickhead when we say stupid things on Twitter, which is fair enough. And I made sure that he's aware that this is what's happening. So for the next like three or four weeks, there's going to be like a few of them appearing on my Twitter timeline of me winding somebody else up. Nice. And I'm sure he'll cut some promos back at me and it'll be a good laugh and... Um, yeah, so literally the only time I've picked up the guitar is to write some stupid blues. <laughs> like, like literally one bar of a 12-bar blues just yeah, dun, calling somebody dun, else a muppet. You dickhead. That kind of thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the best kind of blues, that is. <laughs> I, uh, I, I once had a, a competition to uh, like with with another guitarist friend to to write the shortest blue song, um, and we ended up with uh, I woke up this morning da, 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 and then I went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was a brilliant moment. Not so much for music, but you know, for for the rest for the rest of those things. Yeah. Um, how are you getting on with the uh, with rock and roll, Matt? Played the intro on an acoustic as a, as a warm. I mean, it's basically twelve bar, isn't it? It's, it's just a different a different way to do twelve bar. Yeah, it's spicy so, twelve bar, that isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, I've I've played through the intro again a few times on an acoustic, but I have. I will do this this month, and I will make sure that I get videos of at least this one and Smoke on the Water on yeah. the internet somewhere. Cool. I mean, we are a good. We're we're over over kind of a we're over a quarter of the way into this month. I'd, a third probably <laughs> is over is, a third. I think yeah is is more accurate. And I I have not. I just have not. 
<laughs> um, I will uh, again. I'll 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 pull it at the bag because we've got more days in this month. So, <laughs> hey. like three more days, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eight. So I'll be sad. In those three days is where I'm gonna gonna really find the inspiration to to try. So, <laughs> but yeah, Hi. um, Ayrton. You, yes, you, you've uh, had a little bit of time off the cast, haven't you? And in that time, you have you've done some things. Yeah, um, one of the things yeah. was getting really fucking high last time. Yeah, <laughs> really, really myself. fucking high. Yeah, comatizing myself. Um, apart from the obvious, getting smoked out. Um, I've done two gigs, two local backbill gigs. Um, first one, we opened up for a Swedish band called oh, cool. uh, We Are The Catalyst. Uh, that was a really good gig. Um, nothing went wrong. Um, and they were using, they recently went digital, so the guitarist was using a Line 6 Helix yeah. as everything and an 8-string, and it just sounded absolutely, it was just a wall of sound absolutely fucking ridiculous so it's making me want a helix even more and then the other one was a uh we were headlining at a, in a small pub we brought a band from manchester uh the gig went all right but loading and load out was fucking dreadful uh oh, to yeah you told us about this yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had to move all <laughs> of our stuff including pa shots my four by 12 yeah which yeah. is a fucking heavy motherfucker my martial head, um, all the PA, also heavy motherfucker, all the drums, all the bass stuff, all the other guitarist stuff, set it all up, do the fucking, let the other band do the set, we jump on straight after because we were running late, and then pack it all down and then take it back upstairs. Now, we are playing, we practice at the top of a pub, and it's seven flights of stairs. <laughs> And it's literally, it was just pure manpower, and it was just me and the drummer. Just it literally killed me and my drummer for about four days. We couldn't do anything, and our backs are still bad from it. Shit, man. Um, can, can I make a recommendation? One twelve cab. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I won't mind. I've got my TB twelve, but I won't use it live. Can't be asked. I, I want something that looks the fucking <laughs> looks the piece. Uh, went to an auction yesterday. Uh, a few people. There was a couple of banjos on for sale. It was a uh, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Formby, whatever his name is. George, George Foreman's the, um, the, the boxer. <laughs> the boxer who makes lean, yeah, lean, Same lean fucking brilliant. shit in it. Um, yeah. They estimated it for seven to eight hundred quid. It uh, went for. Can I point out that he played a banjo and not a banjo? Mm, I know that's what I thought. <laughs> that's the thing. It was like banjo. I was like. Didn't he? Didn't no. he do both? I've only ever seen him do banjolele and ukulele. I'm not saying he never played a banjo, but I've only ever seen banjolele and ukulele. I mean, that went for twelve hundred quid, and then there was for a, a fucking um, banjo. Oh. Yeah, there was a nineteenth-century uh, uh, mandolin that I had my eye on, and that went for one hundred and ten quid. Now, yeah, uh, I researched it, and some people sell them for like eight, nine hundred quid. Oh, mate. In That's bad a, condition, this was like pristine condition as well. I was like, fuck. Yeah, you should <laughs> you should have been on that one. I know. And then today, just went and uh, got some more guitar hangers. And uh, there was a Ibanez ART300, which is the, just the art core stuff. No. It's yeah. The, no. It's, it, it, the, the, the ARTs are the... Um, Les Paul type shapes. Les Pauls, yeah. The, the, yeah. the active pickups, aren't they? Yeah, and this one had um oh it was called Cayman skin. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's oh. like a textured um textured almost top, quilt, isn't, isn't it? It's it's it it's, looks uh, a bit like quilt top, yeah. but it's it's a it's textured. A, it's a maple, yeah. It is maple, but oh it was absolutely beautiful to play. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I um I I played one of those ARTs actually and it, it really did surprise me how uh how playable it was. Yeah. The only problem is they take two AA batteries. Okay. That's what? weird. That's really yeah, weird. I know. I active pickups were nine volt. <laughs> yep. Two AA batteries it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to find them on the fly. 
I suppose that's probably why they've done it, isn't it? Yeah, but, nah. They ain't no fools, are they? Nope. I'd just take them out and just put fucking Fishmans in it. Yeah, I mean, that that's the uh, that's the, the temptation to do it, isn't it? Take them out and put a decent set of paths in there. <laughs> kind of defeats the point of the ART series. Yeah. They, they've got the AR series for that, um, which is kind of like the double cut... Um, Double cut Les Paul kind of classic style. Yeah. Oh, I You're love Ibanez. Your Santana type. <laughs> oh, I am su- <laughs> such an Ibanez nerd. I love. Did, yeah, just. Yeah. I'll murder you. I saw. Yeah. I, I don't saw... want active pickups when it gets out, especially no. like it's it's well it's it's not for me like for yeah. the stuff that Ayrton's playing I get you but yeah 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 um, completely <laughs> for indie pop and rock and like <laughs> no like rock music and a bit of like 80s synth stuff you don't need active pickups it'd be no. like bringing a Gatling gun to a knife fight wouldn't it that yeah a little bit overkill <laughs> yeah uh, I mean one of the one of my favourite things to do is when we're playing something that we need sparkling clean is just like kick in the OCD halfway through when we're <laughs> practising just to see if anybody notices and every single time it puts our drummer out of, out of time because he's just sat there creasing at the back of the... <laughs> yeah, but potentially not the greatest thing to do, but... Oh, I don't know. do gigs, just just oh, practice. Just to, just to practice, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, fuck, loads of stuff this week. Um, I <laughs> I did some uh, some recording with Yeomans. Um We did we did a little uh, a little guitar tracking, and we recorded uh, we recorded two tracks. One one of which can only really be described as uh, bordering on <laughs> bordering on um, liable for. <laughs> um, Earth, wind, and fire. I reckon they they could probably take us to court with that one. It's so so mal fucking funky that <laughs> it's just yeah, damn. Um, but we also recorded like a kind of heavy heavy blues track, and we um, we imbibed in the joys of multi-tracked guitar. So both of us did uh, did our rhythm parts, um, and we double tracked both uh, both rhythm parts. So it ended up with like in, in places like quad tracks of the same riff happening, <laughs> and it was so like in the chorus where we we're literally doing pretty much the same thing. It's so fat. It's just such a fat sound. Yeah, we've um, done that on the album. We've uh, we've. Is it quad track? Mm. Oh, yeah, I think we quad track every single brief on one of the songs, and it's just oh. yeah. You get you, you do. It's 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 mental how much of a how much of a difference that makes. But you just get such a fat sound out of you, so mm. fat. Um, so yeah, multi tracking kids, do it. Just just it's do the it. Way to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Get big, big, fat, chunky ass tone. Mm. And the uh, the great thing as well, I, I didn't bother bringing an amp or a, or any pedals. In fact, I bought two pedals. I bought a phaser for the funk song, and I bought um, a Mojo Mojo because you know I am me. <laughs> but I didn't end up using the Mojo Mojo because Yeomans is um, a, a very similar point at where I like got bitten by the the pedal making bug. So did he, but he's he's got a hell of a lot more spare time than I do. So he's now got a, a board which is full of probably about twelve, uh, dr- like drive and like dual drive pedals that he's made. So right, we, okay. we pretty much just like had drive Christmas, and we're just like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to track it with this drive now. But yeah, cool. And then you do it with this one and this boost and oh, so good. So we've got like four tracks with four different drive pedals. So yeah, it just fills in all of the spectrum of uh, of EQs. <laughs> so that was awesome. So, so you didn't need to use a bass then? 
Um, I mean, there will be a base on it eventually, probably really low down in the mix, because I don't think we need any more fatness to the track. We'll EQ it so it sounds like a hi-hat. Uh, so, yeah. That well-known needed bass yeah, sound, the hi-hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but after that, we we decided we hadn't had enough guitar playing. Uh, so we went to uh, we went to a guitar shop that is named twice, um, and Yeomans wants a strap. Having only four strats already, he decides he wants a strap. So I, mean, I, I totally don't get that at all. Yeah. So I mean, I decided to indulge. Uh, so we tried loads of strats. Uh, first one we tried was the Schecter Nick Johnston um, because. He's, he's had his eye on that for quite a while and yeah it's really good <laughs> it's, it's really really good um, so kind of seafoam uh, seafoam green standard kind of strat layout it's got one volume one tone rather than two tones um, Indonesian made I, I believe uh, had locking tuners a graphite nut and the neck, I believe, was uh, some kind of um, treated maple. I think roasted maple, uh, and and had like an oil oil rubbed finish to it. So it yeah. felt amazing. It played really nicely. It sounded good, and it it was hard to argue uh, against the price point as well. And the, the, the ones that are like seven. Seven fifty something. Like yeah, that. I think they they come in just un, under eight hundred. But there was a a B stock one for for seven hundred. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, we went there for Yeomans, and I found it very difficult not to leave with that that strap. <laughs> um, but fair enough. For the for the, like for fairness' sake as well, we decided we'd we'd do some comparisons. Uh, and we compared it to a Sir um, Classic Pro, I think it was called. Um, so the the like classic Fender style, three single coils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very yeah. very similar in terms of spec. Again, uh, locking a lot more pricey. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> to two thousand two hundred, I think something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, locking tuners, two point trem again. Um, I don't think it was a graphite nut, but it was it was very well very well cut. Uh, neck slightly slimmer, slightly flatter um, radius by the feel of it. Um, very nice guitar, um, but playing them side by side, it was very difficult to justify uh, this this sir uh, against this like seven hundred quid uh, Schecter. And I, I didn't think that would ever come out of my mouth. That sentence. I mean, is this, is the check to the green one? Yeah, the, the, the yeah. The, do they do they do they do it in any other color? Um, not that I'm aware. No. No. It's actually a little bit darker than than seafoam. So it's like a almost like an aged seafoam. It's very I just teal, like a dark teal. Yeah. The older I get, the more I want the strat. Yeah. But. Yeah, and you're kind of selling it to me apart from the colour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you said last last cast that you wouldn't buy a a, a Baja Telecaster in shell pink because you could buy the cheaper one and then spray it. Uh, yeah, and there that, you go. that's the thing. Like, I, I could I could do that, but <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, the problem is then there's so many colour options in my head and like. What's is it a, a green? Uh, watch a white plate. Yeah, green, green. yeah, it's yeah, kind of a, aged white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure I can think of something. You probably could. But, and I will say I've I've played plenty of strats and I I was very impressed. Um, like even the pickups as well. Like I I'm a spoiled man when it comes to pickups, and those <laughs> they weren't bad pickups at all. Um, but we also so. If we if we were just comparing those two, it would have been a, a decent afternoon. But we we went very scientific on this, so we went for another 
uh, another strat um and we decided for uh, to try it the 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 replacement of the mexican standard which is the, the player series player series yeah uh, very similar spec as, as well so like two point trim um standard knot um glossy neck rather than rather than a satin feel or an oil rubbed feel uh the tuners weren't locking as well but for that that at that price point you wouldn't really really be expecting that uh the pickups are upgraded from the old mexicans so they're not uh not ceramic they're alnico magnets and both both me and yeomans were blown away by the quality of these uh these player strats and good yeah i mean we i was expecting a step up from the mexicans but it it was it was worlds apart and it was it was so good to a point where Yeoman says if this if if this sunburst was a lighter sunburst, I would be leaving here with it today. Really? Yeah. So out, okay. out of those three strats, he he thought like the uh, like the price to quality ratio. On, the player was the yeah the the player was the one. I take it he didn't leave with any, or was he? No, he, did, he didn't. He didn't leave with any. No, um, he's put a deposit down on another one though. <laughs> and <laughs> is, is is it a, a, a silver sky? Uh, no, it's not a silver sky. It's uh, so Fender do a, um, a a very similar one, two tone burst with the light, the lighter. Um, so it's a light. Um, center rather than a kind of ready, ready brown to a, to black burst. Yeah. Um, but they do it in a nitrocellulose finish. Right. Okay. Um, for around that price point as well, and I think he's put a put a deposit down on that. So, um, yeah, we'll be we'll be <laughs> talking about that in, in the next couple of weeks, I reckon. <laughs> um, Excellent. So, I mean. Getting to try all those out was awesome, and we were trying them through a Blues Junior, which usually I would be scoffing at. However, this little Blues Junior did an absolutely sterling job. Um, it wasn't incredibly trebly. The the EQ controls did things. Uh, it sounded great. Um, it it sounded like. What I imagine all of the people who have bought them and made them one of the most popular uh, amps in that price point, what they hear, because it sounded really, really good. Really? Yeah. It wasn't all shrill and no. tinny and... No, no, no. All, all those words I've used to describe it in the past. Yep. So that was, like, I've had four experiences with them one was in a shop and three were i've got a couple of mate well yeah a couple of people i know locally have got them yeah and every experience i've had has been single coils make it sound almost like somebody cutting your ear with glass and even with humbuckers they're still a bit shrill and tinny and a bit eh. yeah well i can only assume that the 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 most recent range of them are, are doing something different to them because it's i mean when we first plugged in it was a bit a bit shrill but then i rolled back some of the some of the treble boosted the the bass in the middle a bit to kind of compensate and it it then just sounded good it just sounded like like your standard fender tone there was still a bit of brightness because we were putting single coils strat single calls into it um but i i completely understood why people buy them from listening to that one fair enough yeah it surprised yeah. me as much as it surprised you matt <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really wasn't expecting you to say that at all no uh what what did uh surprise me though i i thought that the uh the reverb was spring and no matter how many times i booted that amp Obviously, when the the, the store the store clerks had turned around, I <laughs> kicked it and I kicked it and I get there. Um, and you couldn't get a, a spring sound. No, I didn't get a spring. So I assume it's digital reverb now. I thought they were spring, but yeah. shows what I know, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So these players are really fucking cheap, aren't they? It, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. 
Go on, how much? They're only five hundred twenty-nine quid. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a bit there. Um, Which, I might be checking one of them out. Yeah, it, uh, like I say, definitely worth, definitely worth doing. Um, we didn't try the tram systems on any of them because why the fuck would you? They're there uh, for I, looking I mean, at only. Yeah, you you tighten the the screws at the back as much as you can and make sure it's wedged to the fretboard, don't you? Oh, speaking of that, I was playing my uh, my Squire Strat this week, <laughs> um, and I thought I had locked the trem down by by doing exactly that, like screwing the trem the the trem arm claw uh, as far back as I could. When I was tuning it up this week, it had the tiniest little gap. Which meant that it was floating ever so slightly, and I felt personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it had betrayed me. It, it, it has. Yeah. It has betrayed you. I don't even think yeah. I've got the trem arm for that uh, that trem anymore because I, I replaced it with a Wilkinson trem system. Because uh, <laughs> it's just. And be- then you went. I don't need this anymore. And yeah, threw it yeah, away. yeah. I threw, <laughs> threw it away, and it, it jammed in a. a, a bicycles uh, <laughs> spokes and he fell off and it was really it was hilarious um so yeah um i i i was playing my uh, <laughs> playing my squire, <laughs> squire strat um but swing swing it back onto the um swing it back yeah, onto sorry, the, sorry. the guitar guitar i'll talk about my squire strat a little bit later actually because <laughs> I, I i played it uh played it with a bit of vengeance this week and i'll tell you about that um the final thing that I tried, because I have got a massive, massive stunner um, for SGs at the moment, um, was a, a 61 Heritage SG, which on paper is the ideal SG for me. It looks exactly how an SG should look. It's got the half guard, kind of vibrant cherry red, beautiful looking thing. Just thinking about it makes me ever so slightly turgid. Um, however, I, pl- I played it really light, beautiful, comfortable neck. The pickup sounded great, um, really responsive. However, how fucking ever. Uh, yeah. The Gibsons still don't know how to cut a fucking nut. <laughs> the the G string, wanky wanky. Um, the G string would not stay in tune to a point where I would I would tune the guitar up because I, I happen to have bought my uh, my poly tune clip to the to the shop with me. That's that's how much I weren't fucking about. Um, so I tuned it up like with with my tuner yeah first bend on the G string goes out by a semitone semitone? yeah pretty much a semitone fucking hell yeah I mean were they like dead strings or no nope brand new strings or at (laughs) least felt felt like they had life in (laughs) next thing is were they broken in properly uh, if it was if it was breaking in, I could understand that. But I I played it for a good like fifteen minutes, and they still it just yeah. So uh, the the reason I knew it was the nut is because I I'd, I'd bend up and it'd go out of tune. I'd reach behind the nut, pull it back, and then it'd go back pretty much in tune. Pretty much to the tune, yeah. Um, yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah, it was dire. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. really fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's it, when you see like see when you when you're out at a, a club. Well, when when I was younger and this was me, so, like see a really beautiful woman. You're like, oh, oh, that is a oh. And then she turns around, and it's it ruins the illusion. <laughs> it was it was exactly that. It was it was the moment that the bubble burst. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 
Oh, I was not leaving with it. I, I weren't leaving with it anyway. It's fucking expensive. Um, but I'm sure life would have found a way if uh, if that G string would have stayed in tune. Pretty sure you could do what the uh, what the guitarist from Scale of Rock did, couldn't you? Oh dear, oh dear, <laughs> oh dear. What Pikey in a couple of amps? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he wondered why they, they they caught him when he had a fucking blues deluxe down his trousers. <laughs> like, yeah, oh dear. That of course, it's my it's my knob. It's giant and square, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor lad. Hard times. The legends of the rent. Think people cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we said sex, drugs, and rock and roll, we didn't literally mean it, mate. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we kind of took it, took it literally, didn't we? Yeah, poor he did. bastard. Yeah, I've got to live hardcore. I've been told. <laughs> um... So yeah, that that was uh, that was that was our foray into guitar, guitar guitar. I did say that I'd mention about this Squire Strat. Um, so I was listening to the Tone Mob pod, uh, not Tone Mob, uh, the Tone Jerks. Sorry, Tone Jerks podcast um, this week. I think it was this week. It might have been last week's because I, I caught up on a couple of all at once. And there was one of those coil files. Um, that was last week's, not this week. Yeah, he mentions he, he's like they said. Neck pickups on on guitars. Oh, it's it drove me mental. It like I was literally <laughs> screaming at the podcast. Like, um, never have I been so angry. So, hence me pulling out my Stratocaster. I was like, I'm gonna show them. So I was, I ended up plugging in my Strat, putting the neck pickup on, and just like Hendrixing out. And the entire time I was muttering under my breath, oh, fucking. Tone jerks. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I have, I've told them about this as well. I've, I've started Instagram beef with them. Uh, there you go. So I've been starting Twitter beef. You've been starting Instagram beef. That's it. But I, I, I feel I'm justified because neck pickups are fucking delicious. I love me a good neck pickup. I know you do. Oh. oh, oh. Um. So yeah. Like finally this week, um, the, the previous Friday uh, saw the release of the follow-up to my Harley Benton SC550 um, review. So Fletch put some some pickups in it, as I've told you many a time <laughs> about how he put them in, and I've refused to give him <laughs> give him the guitar back. Um, but I actually have you given it back to him yet? Or have, you still have our it? bollocks. <laughs> uh, sorry, so you've sorry, got Blair. a new Les Paul. <laughs> That's it. Um, but so the SC550 has got it's got a set of pickups in it. I wrongfully say that there's a set of provenance pickups. They're not. They're a set of unpotted blends. Which unpotted blend? Yeah, it, it makes sense why I thought they were really nice pickups. Because <laughs> blends are my spirit animal. Yeah, well, but they're pretty yeah. much my spirit animal, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and being on potted as well, they they just they they want to scream a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so that that was that was a beautiful moment. Um, and yeah, check check the review out online. It pretty much uh, pretty much says it about the pickups and about if if the guitars worth um, worth the upgrade. Uh, and you can check out the video if you want to know my opinions on that. Um, I need the views, man. I need the views. <laughs> um, but I got my first uh, first bit of uh, YouTube trollery this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've I've really made it. I feel like I feel like I've arrived. <laughs> Uh, so you, you have, yeah, you, but, have to, you have to get some sort of troll before you've made it on a platform. That's it. I'd, I'd suggest go, going over and checking out that video just for the troll as well. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> uh, when this podcast's out as well, will uh, so will the next uh, the next video, which is about the Tate effects and overdrive as well. So that's Antars. the Antars. I did Tater not make Antars. I did yeah, Tater effects. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> that brings me on to uh, on on to the final video I want to talk about this week. But yeah, before before I do, the ant asks. Uh, I do. I, I can't remember what I do with it to be honest, but it's uh, I, I demonstrate the, the the clean blend and it's it's a very good pedal. It's very good. Oh, very good, is it's, it? It's true to you, sir. True to you. It's, it's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah, I want one. So, <laughs> is that not the whole point? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think I, I might say that at the, in the video actually, but if I don't, yeah, I want one. Um, <laughs> so, I don't think there's much more that could be said about that. I mean, it almost. And I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's sacrilege saying this, but it almost makes me consider um, retiring the mojo and getting a getting an antas. Like go, going real, real, real quality <laughs> big boy pedal board now. Do it. Yeah. Oh, it, it, don't sack off the mojo, mojo. Just create a new pedal board for the mojo, mojo to be on, and replace one of the mojo, mojos with the antas. So you've still got one Mojo Mojo. So you've still got your Mojo, and then the other pal- the new pedal board can get some Mojo. There's a reason I keep you on this podcast, Matt. <laughs> you've earned, you've earned to keep. drain the budget pedal shop of all of his money. See, um, <laughs> I'm working in conjunction with the Omens on that. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Yeah, you're both completely bastards, but you're lovable bastards, but still hey. bastards. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um. There was another um, uh, another Tater FX um, video come out this week, and it weren't by me. Um, the guitar geek got his hands on a Raise the Dead. Um, did an amazing job as ever. Um, even more amazinger, um, he started the um, the video dressed as Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, he really did put the effort in. There was lots of spook, spooky bits in there. There was like a a severed hand holding the uh, holding the raise of the yeah, dead. Um, yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. Go check out that video as well. Um, but in the in the, the comments to pay for everything that he spent making that video. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> big year, yeah, all of the plots. <laughs> My my big question though is, did he have red on him? Did he have what? Did he have red on him? He, yes, he did have red on him. Yes. <laughs> um, Good. Good. So, yeah, I mean, the, the video itself was aw- awesome, and the the uh, guitar he was using, he used his SG, which doesn't help situations, does it? Really doesn't. <laughs> um, but the. Uh, <laughs> The uh, in in the comment section, someone put potato effects. <laughs> yes, yes, it's spreading, it's spreading. Uh, yeah, it 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 made me it made me happy. <laughs> spreading. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, that, Stuart. Yeah, I mean, we are sorry, but we're not. We're not. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't influence the person who said potato effects. No, it, it's just. <laughs> I'm hoping they're a podcast listener and they are spreading the good word. Um, but either way, it's a, it's now a thing. Um, so let's do some news because we're like 40 minutes into our podcast and we haven't actually mentioned any anything. <laughs> anything about Morrow's. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, you guys come here for news, but listen to us. Um, so, news. Um, T-Rex. They're a company, like from Denmark or something, are they? Yes, De- Scandinavia, anyway. From yeah, the the country of Scandinavia. Yeah. Um, so I think you're right. I think it is Denmark, but indeed, it's, it's okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll definitely do the research uh, prior to this recording, and I'll I'll put in the the, the correct one there. <laughs> um, that's not going to happen. We all know that. <laughs> this, in fact, this entire conversation about doing that is going to stay in the podcast. Uh, we. <laughs> so T Rex uh, filed for bankruptcy um, almost out of the blue, which was like, whoa, shit. That I mean, that's 
that hits home how um <laughs> there's a pun in there about dinosaurs and hitting home <laughs> is it i believe yeah yeah um you gotta think asteroid hitting the earth they died uh, out oh let's let's not it's sad times man sad times <laughs> Too soon, and too soon. Too, what, yeah, for the dinosaurs? Too, yeah, too soon, yeah. So, <sighs> so yeah, at uh, T-Race, um, bankruptcy, that, it, it, it almost kind of slaps us back to reality that a company as well-established as T-Rex can... Unimmune. Yeah, they're not immune to, like, to the market. And I assume with... with the 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 fact that we we've got a glorious time for pedals at the moment with so many uh, attainable boutique manufacturers that the the sales have got to come from somewhere haven't they? Um, so uh, part of it was saying that it's declining sales, um, higher import taxes in the uh, the US as well are a, a factor in it. Um, but also they, they cite the fact that their uh, their teams were pulling in different directions kind of creatively uh, and it left to a big fractured uh, company. Yeah, well, I, like just on that, obviously I bought a reverb pedal for like 60 quid earlier this year. So they make that, but they also make the replicator, which is like 900 quid. Yes. So that's where you've got the kind of like the diversity in, yeah. <laughs> in production. <laughs> But I think that's that's kind of wise, isn't it? Aiming for like the market who will buy a sixty pounds uh, reverb, but also aiming for a market of people who want those kind of vintage correct um, replications of. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I get it. It's just they don't kind of yeah. to me seem to fit in. Like I understand the TC. Here's the hundred and fifty pounds. Um, you know whatever they're called, the tone tone print ones, and yeah, here's your fifty pound yeah. fifty pound cheaper ones. That kind of they go together. Yeah, the sixty still, quid yeah. and massive, yeah. A thousand pounds basically, seven hundred and fifty, nine hundred quid, whatever it is. Yeah. And not much in between apart from some power supplies. Yeah, yeah there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of a lot of power supplies and it, it did it made a lot of people worry at the time that where are we gonna get our power supplies from if ours break? Um yeah. So yeah, there was that. They uh, filed for bankruptcy on February the twenty-first. So it's a little bit old news um, from this. We've had a lot of Nam get off our backs, um, but then almost, almost instantly afterwards, uh, they um, they posted up a, a response to this, saying that don't worry, not it's not all bad news. Um, the company's been purchased and it's been purchased by the original founders and I'm going to I'm going to slaughter their names uh, <laughs> Sebastian Jensen and Lars Dahl that sounded sounded reasonable sounded about right I was going to say that's not really butchering I was expecting like you to try and pronounce <laughs> things like Udegaard Sebastian and things like Jensen that. and Lars Duhul and uh, they they're very very Danish names, aren't they? Those unless yeah. it's not Denmark where they're from, and then they're not Danish at all. How dare you? Um, well, there again, we get to Danish Pete. That's not Pete. Isn't very Danish, is it? Is uh, surname's like Honore, isn't it? Yeah, Honore. So, so just sounds more Mexican than Danish. Honore. It depends how you pronounce it, really, doesn't it? <laughs> if you pronounce it yeah, with a mustache, then. Then we're definitely talking Mexican territory. Oh dear. Um, so there was um, there was talk of um, another kind of uh, replication of um, a, a vintage technology coming from T Rex before before this kicked off, and potentially with the new or the new old owners uh they could see a revival of this so that's the binton echo wreck um oh yeah so apparently they've they've got something that's uh derived from that and that might see production so 
Maybe we, we get to see uh, Echo Wreck 2. I don't know. Yeah, or, or whatever they're going to call it. Maybe they call it a, an Echo Rex. Well, hey. Staying on brand. Oh, I'd <laughs> Echo Rectum, I think. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd go for it. I mean, that's definitely the Fret Talk version, isn't Any it? Day, yeah. Rectum. Rectum? Echo Rectum. I'm pretty sure them. we call it. I'm pretty sure we call it the, the Echoing Rectum. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Cavernous rectum, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you you got to go with the brand, haven't you? We can't. Yeah, yeah. Can't wimp out now. Uh, so that, oh, that... that's it now. You're going to have to make a bloody echo pedal, aren't you? <sighs> they're, they're far too complicated. There's there's more than like five components in those. Just just do what everybody else does and just rehouse somebody else's pedal. <laughs> you just get a Behringer pedal and rehouse it. <laughs> <laughs> that even that sounds like a lot more effort than I'm willing to put in. I might just draw a dick on a on a standard Behringer pedal and <laughs> say it's a uh, budget pedal chap modded. Modded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just respray it or something. That's it. Not even that. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just draw a dick. A, yeah. Cross out whatever the word <laughs> is. Just, just draw a, a penis on it. <laughs> yeah, echo dick. <laughs> There and then go. stick a tuner on top, and there you go. You're all right, aren't you? Yeah, if you stick a tuner on, it's uh, it's innovation. I've been told. Yeah, just get a poly tuner <laughs> and just do a one off. That's it. Uh, fuck a poly tuner. I'd get a poly tune clip and just like clip it on top of it. <laughs> Not even fucking that. Just get a fucking cheap fifty p one off off Amazon. That's it. <laughs> clip it to one of the one of the knobs. That's it. <laughs> I've got a moving tuner. I think we've uh, innovative. I think we may have derailed this train a little bit. Let's uh, <laughs> let's plonk it back on the tracks. Uh, so we've got we've got a company um, who were at the Birmingham Guitar Show, and every time I see them, I mean to go over and like check out their stuff, but I I never did. Um, Frederick Effects, um, they've released three new pedals, and they they come in those crazy like vintage wedge boxes, so kind of. Vintage vibes, awesome. So, the first one is is definitely something that I'm gonna gonna butcher. It's called the Verzerer. Verzerer. It sounds like I'm drunk like and I'm trying rebel. to say something else. Um, <laughs> so, it's based on the the bomb trick Verzerer, which is an East German pedal, which was the only one I am to yeah. believe. Yeah, she has a guitar pedal. Uh, das ist ein Mullsack. <laughs> Answers on yeah. a postcard. Yeah. Um, das ist nein, gut. So, yeah, the original was uh, a little bit tricky, to say the least. So it had it, it had adjustment, but the adjustment were, were what we call trim pots, which uh, essentially have to be adjusted using a screwdriver. Way. So, so yeah, that's you turn up to your gig with your your East German pedal and your screwdriver, <laughs> and you'd be away. Uh, so it, it's a little bit of a it's it's a like a distortion fuzz kind of thing. Um, however, it sounds like it's dying. It sounds almost exclusively like it is dying. Uh, I mean, it's East German. It's it survived yeah. quite a while. It's it's quite a cool sound died. to be honest. It's 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 pretty cool. Uh, so you've got a tone control which goes from very kind of very bass heavy to almost like really tightly focused treble, which right, again okay. adds to that like nasal brokenness. Uh, it's got a density control which is the gain, which goes up to ridiculous levels. Um, it's got a bias control, so essentially allowing you to to break the transistors, um, but in a controlled way. So it, you can you can starve them of of the voltage required to to power them properly, which then allows kind of sputtery, naughty ness. Um, yeah. And then the final control, and this one, this is a control that um, is on another one of the uh, the Frederick pedals as well, which is the input level. Uh, and the way he describes it is that it's um, it, you can set how hot the 
um, how hot the input is. So if you've got like a strap, for example, it's not going to drive something as hard as a Les Paul because there's obviously more output in a humbucker than there is a, a strap single coil. Yeah. So you can you can kind of tweak that to to suit. So you you could have a strap, but then be driving the absolute bollocks off it. Um, yeah, this this is not your everyday fuzz. Um, like I say, uh, I think I've got <laughs> my my description of the sound was crapping out speaker, um, like in in a in a an interesting and musical way, but like almost like yeah. a destructive speaker, and then dying battery sound so that's the, that's the kind yeah. of thing you're looking for and it's got a really weird name so the um, is, is are the, there any vowels in that at all yeah there's there's lots of e's right okay uh, there's I, I, I was hearing basically you just a v with v, z, lots of r's and then a z that's almost the sound that it makes that's probably why it's called that there we go nothing to do with German <laughs> detectives tone detectives Wee. I'm feeling like a, a Netflix series here tone detectives <laughs> I think we could we could do that yeah um, yeah I'm up for that cool so Netflix get at us just hit us up yeah, um, yeah. utility percolator mark 2 so based on the harmonic percolator which is uh, a bit of a cult pedal. Um, however, this one uses higher gain, lower leakage Russian Germanium transistors. Um, so, good ones. Uh, yeah, I, I believe yeah, low totally. leakage is a good thing. Cause, Let's say yes. I mean, leakage is never never looked on favourably, is it? <laughs> it just it conjures uh, completely horrible imagery. <laughs> It does. It does. So let's 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 say that yes. Yeah. Low leakage vintage germanium transistors means means yeah. means gooder of hearts. So I, I, I've asked. Uh, I've, I've actually asked uh, Stuart Tate about this question. What does what does this this term mean? And he's explained it to me in in a perfect way multiple times. Almost like you'd explain it to a five year old. Um, it, and he's explained it perfectly, and I never remember. So sorry, Stuart. Um, I should know. I should know better. Shame on me. Shame for shame. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not walking naked through a street having people pelt stuff at me. Um, Game of Thrones is on soon. That, that's what reminded me of that. Um, low. Cannot fucking wait. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tits and dragons is what they call it. Tits uh, and dragons. Yeah. Um, With a little bit of death. Yeah, yeah. Lots of cutting. Um, low pass filter um, removes the high uh, high end hiss that the original had, which is always good. No one likes hiss. Um, added ring modulator. So you've got a, a switchable ring modulator, which it says adds octave overtones, but it adds more of a kind of glitchy top end to you so it makes it makes it even crazier but it's also got a dio, uh, like dio clipping switch which uh, goes from silicon which is <laughs> my writing's terrible it says, it says gravy no it's not gravy uh, <laughs> silicon uh, dios which are slightly more crunchy the germanium ones which are slightly smoother and uh, uh, like the, they're what the original ones uh, sound like. Um, okay, so that's the original is silicon, are they? Uh, the the originals are germanium. Oh right. Okay. Uh, and you also got the option of no clipping diodes, which then obviously allows higher volumes. Agree. Yeah, because it's it's not being the the signal's not being clipped there. Um. So yeah, that's like and again in these crazy wedge. Um, wedge enclosures so that's that's pretty cool uh, both of those pedals so far 140 quid which not not horrible prices for um, for like handmade UK stuff um, the final one which potentially my favourite 
the Dresden Synth Fuzz Mark II. So it's got it's a dual octave fuzz, one octave down and one octave up. The new version, the Mark II, has got a clean blend. It's also got the input gain control so that you've got that kind of pickup simulation of like drivey pickups versus not drivey pickups. Um, and then I've got fat sound, essentially. Because <laughs> with, the, with the multiple... Uh, multiple octaves. I mean, the the octave down just gives it like a really chunky sound. But the yeah. like the both the both octaves and the the blend of the the standard uh, signal as well. It just it's it begs you to do big old nasty riffs. Yeah, the way fuzz should be. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, just, it, it encourages you to just be like yeah, big it, chunky aggressive. You know those kind of ace riffs that you think of when you think of fuzz. Yeah, so it's 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 um, it it coaxes childishness out of you, which I think is <laughs> is exactly how fuzz should be. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's uh, that's all from the Frederick Effects. I think what I'm going to do probably is uh, have a look further into Frederick stuff because the I, I believe that there's a the absolutely massive catalogue over at Frederick Effects and. I, th- I don't think I'm interested. I know. Uh, yeah. I know our friend Josh had a uh, a zombie zombie clone, clon. Yeah. Um, and he said that that was wicked as well. So definitely need to yeah, check. Yeah, I, I might check one out. Uh, and then our final final piece of news today is from a company called Crazy Crazy Tube Circuits. Um, which I'd never heard of before, but who knows? And it, it's the pedal called the Limelight. So again, fuzz. Um, it's based on the Maestro fuzz, which um, ended up inspiring the Tone Bender. Um, so very, we're talking vintage fuzz, um, and it's got three controls. It's got your your volume and your gain, which are standard, but it's also got a beam control, which is bias essentially. So it's got three germanium transistors, uh, which you can uh, which can alter alter the bias of on the fly. Um, so yeah, so beam based on the on on the Maestro, you're talking kind of rather than it being like grainy and and uh, aggressive it's very smooth very smooth for us um but also being uh, being vintage for us it's they're doing it in a vintage way as well so the the uh, the connection is ground positive um right so who's got one of those on their power supply like just uh, already um, I I know not. I know not. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure everything I has it have it have, is a has negative center. Is a negative center pin. Yeah, just you know your, your standard connection that literally for everything. And I know there's other things that come with my power supplies, and they they leave with the box for the power supply. <laughs> yeah. So I assume I assume that's what what uh, some of those is for that you get. Um, great, crazy, crazy pedals for for the crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've, I've like I say, I've never used any of them. So, to be honest with you, I've probably got some from one of the like eight power supplies I've got at this point. I've probably got one somewhere, but it wouldn't be labelled, and it'd probably look very similar <laughs> yeah. to a nine volt negative centre pin. So, yeah, yeah, I'd probably just fuck fuck a pedal up by accidentally plugging the wrong thing in. Oh, I very much almost did that the other week. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, uh, I've got a a new circuit tester, um, which is is great. So you can test your circuits before you put them in a an enclosure, so you 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 know if your circuit's working. Great bit of kit. Yep. First time I went to plug it in, 
instead of plugging the 18 volt adapter into my power supply, which then converts it into multiple nine volt uh, outs, I plugged that directly into the uh, <laughs> into the into the tester. Fortunately, <laughs> the, the tester didn't do anything with with that because it it didn't have a circuit in it. However, if I would have yeah. put a circuit in that. Boom. Just set on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, <laughs> something would have exploded. Um, I noticed before I plugged my, my uh, pedal in. <laughs> Fortun- you're very glad that you did. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah, I've, I've come close myself um, because the, um, the phaser that I've got on my board, the, I can't even remember what the brand yeah, is. Yeah, the X5. The X5, that's it. That's 18 volt. And um, the... The little connector comes out every now and again because I like rearranging my pedal board pretty much weekly. Um, uh-huh, I can see where this is and, going. And you know, you do, you don't bother. It's it's exactly the same as it's just a negative center pin, but it's, it looks exactly the same as the one that goes into the pedal next to it. It's supercharged. And you need to put I like was a color like, on it, like color color the top in or something. I was this close to plugging it. Into my 250 pound analog man chorus, <laughs> and I went, I should probably check that this is the right one. Yep, <laughs> and I checked, and it wasn't the right one. And I went, I am so glad that I checked that. Got some uh, electrician tape around it <laughs> at the top. I need, I need to do something like that because yeah. otherwise, yeah, it, like you've got to fuck up it, your, your... obviously. Phase and chorus sit next to each other on a pedal board because that's just the right way to do, do it. Yeah, that's, that's um, the way God intended that. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to plug 18 volts into a, an, an analog band pedal because that's rather expensive. Yeah, that that's would, a, that a would very be an expensive, expensive mistake. Blunder that would, wouldn't it? And <laughs> yeah, I think um, so. I think that is probably where where we're going to end it for today with an expensive blunder. So. If you want to catch us online, you go into the Facebook uh, Facebook group, which is Fret Talk Podcast. Uh, you can find it. It's in the show notes. Check it out. Um, if you want to catch me personally, I am on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Slash Budget Pedal Chap for most of them. YouTube, your guess is as good as mine. Um, <laughs> Matt, you do the Bad Bookers Podcast every week or every at least other yeah. week. I mean, every week at this point, I've, I've not missed a day since like November at this point. So yeah, that's how it started with us, wasn't it? It was, it was, and yeah, yeah. And like I, I think I've missed about three podcasts in the last sixty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're almost up at, at the same same as me. So close, close. I'll never quite attain that level, but no, I don't know. I might have a week off one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll still make you fucking edit it because I haven't got any sh- any idea about that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, like on holiday or something, sending me some files. Edit this, please. <laughs> um, edit, please needs to be done. Yeah, it needs to be done by tomorrow. Shit. Um. So yeah, you do the Bad Bookers podcast. You also do Twitch. You do Twitter. You do Instagram. They're all heel underscore Matt Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Just if you want to know anything about the podcast, the other podcast, just go to the Bad Bookers Twitter or my Twitter, which links to the Bad Bookers Twitter. Just yeah, fantastic. We've uh, got a website and everything now. So, Ayrton, you are with the Sin Circus at Facebook, isn't it? Yep. And yeah, go go check out if you are if you are local uh, to Ayrton, go check out check out some of those uh, shows. The Sin Circus are pretty pretty fucking good. Despite Ayrton's best efforts. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> Wee. Oh. just usually carry me, it's fine. Hey. So it's, I know how that feels. Yeah, so <laughs> someone's got to be carried in the band, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's usually the bassist. That's it. Just if they're not driving lazy. the van, what are they doing? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I mean... Uh, as always, I extend uh, extend my thanks to you, listeners, uh, not only for subscribing and listening, but also for getting this far. So, yeah, well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. Um, from myself, it will be a goodbye. 
and good night for this week. Tatty bye, y'all. Bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Guten bye. Right, that's some more German, German. German. Guten Abend. Yeah. It's good. That thing that's good afternoon. Guten Nacht is good. I don't know. We're not a German podcast. We're not even. Multiling- multilingual. That's what we are. Oh. Multilingual. Au revoir. Cunning linguist, as they say. <laughs> yes. Cunning linguists. Cunning mm. linguists. Got some, I had to go for that shit, lads. That was so. <laughs> Sometimes you just got you got to do it. Turtle's picking out its shell. <laughs> Hello. Uh,